Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to another helping of the podcast designed to make you smile. The PM and the AM podcast. This is your host, Porter McNeely, joined with co-host Blake Bushman. Yeah, we're here for another week to make your morning a little bit better. You know, we're trying to be a little bit more consistent for you guys and, you know, recording on days we usually wouldn't, but we're here to make the mornings better. Exactly. And that's why we have some amazing content coming right at you today to go over what we're going to talk about a little bit. We've got the pro tips and the buys back. That's going to be some exciting stuff coming up. We also have a new debate segment coming up where we are going to talk about our top ice cream flavors and we're going to create tier lists ranking all of those flavors today was like a 97 degree day so it only felt appropriate and then after that we will go right into the not important news so first things first got another amazing edition of porter's pro tips coming at you and this week i've got one designed to help you beat the social media marketing slash ad algorithms so blake like i'm sure you're aware everybody's getting a little bit panicked you know you're scrolling on your social media and it's stuff you know targeted a hundred percent for you and how, how does that oh, make yeah. you feel well okay i'm a little out of the out of the norm i don't get freaked out about stuff like that it doesn't bother me in any way they're they're catering to me giving me a more personal experience but <laughs> i get i get it that people are like how do they know i mean okay you're carrying a robot in your pocket what do you expect <laughs> but you do bring up a good point and i'm not one that's either that really cares too much about that either. But I did want to create a little hack for everybody else that is kind of worked up about this. And I don't know if you've noticed on the podcast, Instagram, Blake, but our ad algorithm is absolutely destroyed. Oh, it's, I mean, (laughs) the, the people that we follow on Instagram, it ranges everywhere from, you know, ESPN to your uncle, Tom Billy, who has no followers. I mean, it's, we get everything on there. It's insane. And part of that is what this tip is, is because I go through and sometimes I like like them or if they're really like really crappy done ads, I'll share them with people. And so then it just messes with the algorithm and they start sending me stuff for things that I have zero interest in, but that are (laughs) hilarious. Like there's a, a mobile game ad that I get that has like Lamar Odom cameo in it and it's just like terrible. And then we got like woman's fashion ads and then we get ads of people that are just like boosting their post and they're like get like four likes so if, if you're really concerned about the level of personalization within your ads that's that's something to consider trying out just go through and just start liking some random things that you have no interest in and instagram gets confused real quick try to confuse the algorithm i like it i mean it, it can be like a little game you can play you try to try to outsmart the the internet i'm not like even it. kidding when i see the ads that come up sometimes i'm excited because i i'm like there's no way they just sent me this that is <laughs> so opposite so for me it's kind of like this little pride thing where i'm like oh, i beat the i beat the algorithm on my ads they don't know that's who i incredible. am that's incredible i mean i i think that's a that's a good pro tip i mean really people just need to learn that they're not that important and <laughs> that the government really doesn't care what you're interested in. They just care about, you know, companies care about making money, so they're going to buy your information. But you're not that important. But, I mean, if you are worried about it, that's a solid pro tip, and I think that people need to use that. But as we go into the, the summer months here, I, I, I was thinking about my buys uh, that I wanted to share with the morning people this weekend. I stumbled across something that I myself am very interested in buying. Like, I'm genuinely considering this because I, I run a little hot. You know, I <laughs> temperature wise or looks wise. I mean, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time that I was like genuinely 
wanted it to be warmer. Like okay. even in the winter, I'm like, man, it's a little cold outside. But then I remember how miserable it is in the summer, and I just I don't want to be there. I hate the heat. But on Amazon, you can buy an air conditioning jacket. No way. And wow, it it has like a couple of fans, and you have I mean you have to have like, it has a battery and stuff in there to be able to run. And I don't know how this works, but it's basically what looks to be like a rain jacket or a windbreaker, but inside of it, it is just pumping cold air and i mean to me that sounds incredible i i think i would be much more efficient if i had cold air in my pits at all time <laughs> no doubt i mean have you ever taken you know like lifted your arms up and you just got the you got the stains oh that, that mean, would be perfect to just yeah, dry them out you know cool you off that's a great idea yeah i mean there's times i've driven around the city and i had to have one arm up just you know grabbing <laughs> onto the, the little uh the handle that, that you have and then I have to put the other arm up around the seat next to me as I'm driving. So you're just, driving with no hands? To guess, to guess, well, I'm driving with my knee. <laughs> if you're a cop listening to this, no, I, I had both my hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, it just it's miserable. And then the other perk of this is that it gets the sun off of you. Like You know those construction workers who they always say, like, wear long sleeve shirts because it keeps the sun off of you and, you know... Yeah, regardless that it's 100 degrees, you still see them in long sleeve shirts yeah, and pants. Yeah, so if you're getting the combination of cool air and no sun on you, I mean, I think this is a summer must-have. That's really. actually really, if it works good, that's actually a really good buy. What does it retail at? It, so on Amazon, and I'm sure there's other ones that you can find, this is the one that I had found, and it's 40 bucks is all. Huh? It's affordable. Yeah, I mean, if you're growing out and getting a rain jacket, I just spent three times that on a rain jacket. So 40 bucks for an, an air-conditioned jacket, I mean, I think that that is a steal. And I'm I'm actually considering buying this, and if I do end up buying it, I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come back and give a report on, on how it works. I really hope it just like blows up while you're walking around so it looks like it's inflated. I think that would be a pretty cool look. But yeah, we hope to see your review on that one for sure. That's a great product. The next one I have, it's not as much for summer, but it is something that's that's been going on recently. I mean, Stranger Things has came out with its new season after about how many years? I swear it's been like four years. And it, I mean, it's blown up. It's all over. If you haven't watched it yet, guys... And you're and you don't spook easily. I highly recommend it. It is a little, a little spooky, so I wouldn't recommend it for the chillins. But you can buy a chia pet that is Dustin from the Stranger Things. <laughs> I didn't know is chia pets still incredible? existed. I didn't know they were still Neither around. Neither did I. Neither did I. But I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, and it it just has his his face his with his little toothless smile. He's got a hat on. Then his hair is all the chia plant thing so he's definitely one of I my saw, favorite characters i'm oh i mean he's a, he's the best he's hilarious and you can have him in your house at all times i think that that is it's fitting i mean as we're waiting for the second part of the, the last season to come out you can get a a nice friend to wait with you i think the real question is is there a steve chia pet because he does have the best hair on the show i would say you know, that's a good question, and I don't know. I saw Dustin, and I immediately just got excited and, and <laughs> called it good. I, let's see. I'm looking here. There is also a Baby Yoda <laughs> okay. and, and a Bob Ross. I, I'm Ooh, not seeing Steve, right but but maybe if we did a little bit of searching, we could we could find it. But, I mean, you, you got some options. If you're not a Stranger Things guy, get Bob Ross. Get, oh, Groot. He's on there. So you, you there's... 
I had no idea Chia was alive and thriving, but they got all sorts of stuff for you. So it's great to hear that Chia Pet's doing well. All right, Blake, thanks for those buys. Got some excellent tips that this week, and I'm really hoping to see you in that inflatable coat staying cold this summer. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Really, I am. Stick around. We're going to do the ice cream tier list right after this break. And we're back. And in exciting news, we have a brand new segment that we have titled The Morning Drive Debate. On this week's version of this segment, you will hear our tier lists of ice cream flavors. The name of this segment is brand new and we just barely came up with it. So if you have a better name for what we're about to do, please feel free to comment, email, just le- just let us know. But Blake, will you explain what we're going to do? Yeah, absolutely. So Porter and I have some, you know, we get along on a lot of things, but there are a couple of things that we've noticed that uh, we have some pretty strong opinions about that don't always match up. And so we decided to take that, take our opinions and throw them into a tier list. So if you're not how familiar with how a tier list works, you basically rank things from an S tier, which is the best, and then you go A, B, C, D, and D is the worst. And so this week, like Porter said, we're doing ice cream flavors. So we we got all these ice cream flavors, we threw them into this tier list, and then you know we're going to kind of debate and see if we can get the other to change their mind. Exactly. And don't hate on us too much if there's a flavor that we're missing these were a preset list so i know there's going to be some rainbow sherbet lovers like myself but it was not on the list and so the ones that we're going to go over i'll go ahead and read them out right now just so you guys know which ones we will be talking about so there is mint chocolate chip neapolitan cheesecake superman which is play-doh ice cream Chocolate chip cookie dough, cookies and cream, rocky road, chocolate chip, butter pecan, coconut, pistachio, cotton candy, strawberry, birthday cake, brownie batter, moose tracks, raspberry ripple, dreamsicle, peanut butter, peppermint, bubblegum, mango, chocolate, black raspberry, cherry, vanilla, peach, and lemon custard. So those are the lists that we're going to be ranking in the way that Blake described it. So what do you think, Blake? Should we start out with our S tier, which is the best, or our D tier, which is the worst? I feel like we got to start low and work our way up i feel like towards the bottom we might have a lot more in common but as we work our way towards the top is where or maybe maybe i'm backwards and maybe we'll disagree on the bottom and but i think i think it's best to start at the at the at the bottom there with a d tier so why don't you why don't you tell us what what you got have in your d tier okay so i have five flavors in my d tier and i think there's going to be some hot controversy here to start it off probably my least favorite is mint chocolate chip you're an idiot. <laughs> I, I knew that's what you were going to say. I cannot I knew that's it. what you were going to say. Before we were going to do the tier lists like this, we had talked about a couple different ideas that we had. And we, one of the ideas was basically just us stating what we think the best ice cream flavor is. And I'm pretty sure I know what your answer would have been. But mint chocolate chip would have been my answer. Unbelievable. You're, I cannot believe that you have it so low. You it, just don't have taste buds. It looks like lime sherbet, and so it's always deceived me, even as a young lad, and I, okay, I've always that's, d- disliked it. That's your fault for being dumb. That's not the <laughs> ice cream's fault. It, it's not good flavor. It's the most disappointing no. ice cream flavor. That's the most no, it's, disappointing it's thing. The most, it is the most unique and refreshing ice cream flavor. You're getting the nice mint, a nice cool mint in there with a little bit of chocolate, adds a little bit of crunch. The, the flavor is phenomenal. I'll tell you right now, that's an S tier ice cream, and I will. I think I'm willing this to is bet one that the people will agree with me. They might, but that's one where it's either an S tier or a D tier. 
nobody kind of just is like, ah, whatever, with mint chocolate chip. You either love it or that's, you hate that's it. True. I hate it. That's true. Moving on to in the other flavors I have is coconut, pistachio, peppermint, and bubblegum. Okay, I have all of those but bubblegum in, in D tier as well. So I'll, I'll agree with you there. The other ones that you didn't have that I have in my D tier are buttered pecan, strawberry, cotton candy. Or did you say cotton candy? I, I did way. not have cotton candy, no. And chocolate. Chocolate and, chocolate and strawberry, wow. Plain chocolate ice cream is, without a doubt, the <laughs> worst ice cream you can get. It is the most boring and simultaneously just not good ice cream ever. In what world would I ever choose any flavor of ice cream after chocolate? Like, there's chocolate is the worst. It's the it's not even D tier. It's F. It's terrible. See, there's where I kind of disagree with you because I think they're average, and we'll see that later on in my ranking. I don't hate them personally. Strawberry and oh. chocolate are Sh- average. Strawberry. I will say this: strawberry is okay by itself. It's just too boring for me. I, I I don't like I like things in my ice cream. You don't love just plain ice cream and strawberry is just really plain to me. It's okay, the flavor is good, but compared to the other ones that are on this list, I don't think it can it it holds up. Okay, that's a fair point. So moving on to my C tier, I have a combination of those two. I have Neapolitan, butter pecan, cotton candy, and peanut butter. These are ice peanut butter that low. Yeah, I. There's another version that contains some peanut butter that will be higher up on my list, but just plain peanut butter ice cream, I don't want it. Really? That is, that's surprising. Peanut butter ice cream is one of those ones that it's by itself, it's plain, it's boring, but most of the time, like, there's little, like, chunks of actual peanut butter in there, so you're getting a little, a little something something with it. It's not just plain, flat out peanut butter. And it's just different. It's unique. When you go and you get it, you're like, oh, man, I haven't had something like this in forever. So that, that's surprising to me. I hopefully will I've, never have something like that because it's disgusting. I, I have it much, much higher on my list. I'll tell you that right now. Running up my C tier, though, I have, and I know you're going to disagree with me because I know that you're a sherbet man. Sherbet? Sher, sher, <laughs> whatever, whatever it's called. I don't even, I don't eat it. I don't know how to say it. But I have, so I have Superman, like kind of like a Play-Doh. Lemon custard, mango, dreamsicle, peach, oh bubblegum, and vanilla. Oh, you just shot through so many good flavors. I don't see any reason in, or any world where I would choose a sherbet over ice cream. Wow. Like, it's it's not as good. It's flat out not. If I want like a refreshing ice cream, I'll go with a mint chocolate chip. If I want a fruity ice cream... There's a million other flavors I would go with over a sherbet. Sherbet's not ice cream. It's a fake wannabe. It's this nowhere is, in here. That's weird to hear coming from you because you were the one who showed me sherbet floats with Sprite. Okay. If if you can make a sherbet float with Sprite, I mean, all of those go way up. But they have to have that Sprite with it. Otherwise, it's just not as good. Vanilla for me, it's a tier better than chocolate because it's substantially better than chocolate. Or, vanilla, or strawberry ice cream by itself. But by itself, it doesn't hold up to any of these other flavors. It's a base that you're supposed to add stuff to, not eat it by itself. So, And bubblegum ice cream is just one... It seems weird to me that you're swallowing gum. Yeah. And so I, I, that's my, my problem with it. It's fun for kids, though. Yeah, I have no desire to have anything bubblegum flavored besides maybe like one bubblegum stick a year. 
Yeah, I mean, I like gum, but I don't want to have ice gum in my ice cream. You know, it seems like a dumb combo. We definitely agree on that one. Okay, moving up to the B tier. I think I have eight here. This is a big tier for wow. me. Wow, This okay. is a big tier for me because these are the ones I would see in the freezer and maybe have some, maybe not. Because maybe I'm not feeling it that day. Maybe the flavor sounds good. But I probably wouldn't have as much as I would of the A or S tier. So I'll go ahead and read those off. I have cheesecake, chocolate chip, strawberry, dreamsicle, mango, chocolate, black raspberry, and cherry. You have chocolate that high? That's a war crime. That's like a maybe. That's a maybe I'm going to have it. I'm telling you, these aren't my favorite by far. Chocolate chip ice cream, I got to touch on that one a little bit. Most disappointing ice cream ever. Mm -hmm. It's just vanilla with little pieces of chocolate that stick in the back, like sticking in the holes in your teeth. And it's it's super annoying. I absolutely agree with you on that point. I have chocolate chip in the B tier as well. And it's and it's strictly because it's the worst version of the chocolate chip ice creams. And I know you disagree, but mint chocolate chip is better in every way. You're getting the same chocolate chips, but you're getting a better ice cream as a base. But you, I know you have a lot of the a lot of those sherbet flavors kind of in that uh, in that tier, though. Yeah, I don't see them as being my favorite flavors of sherbet. I'm a big raspberry sherbet, lime, and then the rainbow. And and neither, none of those were on the list. And so those those flavors to me are just kind of middle of the pack flavors. So that's why I have it like that. And my my B tier is pretty controversial. Because some of my opinions come out on this that might not be the most popular. But I have cherry, Neapolitan, chocolate chip, brownie batter, and whoa. Rocky Road. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brownie batter? Brownie batter, it's a cho- brownie batter is a chocolate base. Chocolate ice cream is just not good. It doesn't taste anything like chocolate. If I wanted chocolate in my ice cream, I would get something that has actual chocolate in it and throw that in, like a chocolate chip or you know any of those other toppings that have chocolate rocky road same situation it has kind of a chocolate base in there and i don't like nuts in my ice cream so i'm gonna go ahead and and cut that one out it's it's okay if it's there and it's the only option i'll eat it but they're not very good in terms of ice cream huh see i don't like the plain chocolate but when you throw brownie bites in there as well as like some chocolate syrup mixed around I've been known oh, to eat don't a whole carton at a time. Don't don't get me wrong. Brownie bits and chocolate syrup is phenomenal. But specifically the one we're talking about has a chocolate base. And that's what's gross. If it was a brownie with chocolate fudge and it had a vanilla base, it would probably be S tier. But the chocolate ice cream is so bad compared to vanilla ice cream that it drops it all the way down to a B tier for me. See, I'm not overly mad with that because at least it's a B. It's not like you disrespected my favorite ice cream by putting it in the D tier list. So <laughs> I-, I can deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. It's not great. What do you have in your A tier? So my A tier, I have, it's a, it's a smaller tier. It's my smallest because it's kind of a cut point between the S and the B where it was an awkward middle ground. But I have birthday cake, cheesecake, peanut butter, and black raspberry. Oh, wow. Okay, so we didn't have hardly any similarities there, but I don't I don't think it's a terrible choice. I have Play-Doh, Rocky Road, Birthday Cake, Raspberry Ripple, Vanilla, and Peach. Wow, you had vanilla all the way in A tier. See, wow, that's growing surprising. Up, vanilla was the only flavor we ever really had. And so, you know, vanilla there's different options too. This one's just like plain vanilla, but imagine that's a vanilla bean or a French vanilla. Oh, those are those are pretty good flavors. Yeah. 
yeah, I group I group those all together. They're just I I like to have a little bit of crunch in my ice cream. That's the only gripe I have with vanilla. I mean, because I I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the show before. I grew up in a family. My mom is the ice cream queen. She has a freezer. I swear we have an extra freezer for just ice cream because it overflowed in our in our first one. It's we had we had a crazy amount of ice cream growing up. I could go over there right now, and I promise you, she has. A minimum of eight different flavors. Wow. You know, it, we were an ice cream family, and so we'd have the plain vanilla, but it was always the one that got stuck in the back of the freezer, and, and we never ate because th- there's better options, even though it is pretty good. I agree there's better options. That's why I have it as an eight here, because honestly, I would rather eat it than many of the flavors that I listed below it, but it's not the best. You're right. That's surprising to me. Let's... So... I know there's a couple here that we that we're definitely going to overlap a little bit on our S tier, so I'm interested in hearing uh, what you have in your S tier. All right, so I maybe have a couple controversial ones, nothing too bad. So I have chocolate chip cookie dough, all time favorite, untouchable, absolutely That's an amazing ice cream. Hard to do that one wrong. Next, I have cookies and cream. The bigger the cookie absolutely. chunks, the better. It's a great ice cream. I have brownie batter, as you guys previously heard. I love brownie batter. Huge mistake. No, excellent choice. I got moose tracks coming in next with those tiny peanut butter cups. Those are that's a delicious ice cream. Hard to beat that one. And rounding out my S tier, I have lemon custard. Lemon custard in S tier. Absolutely. I I I'm a big lemon guy, so it's hard to do anything wrong with. with Okay, I'm I'm a I'm actually a huge lemon. Well, I'm more of a lime guy, but I love lemon stuff. You know, if there's a lemon cookie or if there's a lemon bar or any lemon dessert i'm all for it i love lemons but a plain lemon custard is that's that's one of your best ice creams really sometimes simplicity is is what you're looking for in an ice cream sometimes you're not looking for all the toppings sometimes you just want no that is that incorrect flavor. i'm always looking for the <laughs> toppings <laughs> me personally that's where the flavor comes from sometimes i want that little smooth refreshing ice cream that for me is lemon custard so that's why i have it in my top tier I mean, if I want a smooth, if I want a refreshing ice cream, I go to a mint chocolate, a mint chocolate chip, which is in my S tier. The only other one that I had, we overlapped on the cookies and cream, moose tracks, and chocolate chip cookie dough. Those are, you know, fan favorites. You can't go wrong with those. The other one I had in my S tier was raspberry ripple. Okay, I can agree with that. I'm a, I love raspberry ice cream. I'm a huge raspberry ice cream guy. My favorite ice cream of all time is a raspberry ice cream with chocolate chips in it. Okay. It's it's incredible. You get that fruity flavor, but you get that ice cream feel, and you get that little cho- those chocolate chunks coming through. It's great. I love it. And so Raspberry Ripple was kind of the closest thing to that, and so uh, that's why it's up there. Raspberry Ripple by itself is probably a little bit lower, but I had to include it just for the sake of what I believe to be the best ice cream. No, that's a that's a good choice. There's nothing better than a Bear Lake Raspberry Shake. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you better figure it out because it is delicious. So raspberry, oh, mm. definitely a great ice cream. Yeah, So, and I know I'm going to get flamed for the brownie batter and Rocky Road take, but I will die on that hill. So, <laughs> All right, well, that rounds out our first ever morning drive debate. We're going to have these posted side by side on Instagram so you can comment and let us know whose you think is better as well as we'll post it on our story so you can vote on that. Uh, let us know which ice creams we missed, which ones we should rank as well. Thank you for listening to this segment, and we'll be right back with the Not Important News.
And we're back with the segment that most of you are waiting for, the Not Important News, the segment where we go over the craziest, the dumbest, the most insane news stories. And this week, I actually have some fairly recent ones I'm excited to share with you guys. So first, we are going to go north of the border today to British Columbia. And this headline reads, Music teacher plays trombone to scare bear away from school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no way that's real <laughs> and this that happened is out of a movie this happened on june 3rd so you know it's probably like the last day of their school you know and oh man and so the music teacher in this case was a hero the music teacher spotted a bear lurking outside the school where he worked and he used a trombone to scare the bear away you know bears don't like noise and sounds like they don't like brass instruments and Tristan Clausen, the music teacher at St. John's Academy in Seanigan Lake, was, was a hero on that day when he played the trombone and, and scared the bear away. I mean, I'm sure they have like some wildlife team or whatever, you know, that they would call in on, on something like this, but they didn't even need them. That has got to be the most Canada thing I've ever heard. <laughs> because I promise you, if that if that happened, I mean, let's say that there was a bear that wandered out in Texas. That bear's getting shot here, like, in the U.S. That, that's, I mean, there's the only reason that bear lives and runs away is if the person misses the shot and the, then the bear has a chance to get away. But Canada pulling out the trombone, even here they'd whack it with the trombone before they thought to play it. But Canada deciding to play some sweet tunes, get the bear to go away is incredible. And that should have almost been like a pro tip because, you know, here in Utah, around the west of the United States, we do have bears. And so that would have been a good hiking tip. You know, if you're going to be out hiking this year, make sure you have one with you. You never know when Take you're going to go. Take <laughs> Now, does it work for other brass instruments? You know, I would assume so because most of those are a higher pitch, you know, so that's even more annoying to the bears. Because, I mean, I feel like a clarinet or, or I guess... Probably a trumpet is uh, a little more lightweight than a trombone. I'm not an expert in instruments by any means, but it feels like I'd rather carry around a trumpet than a trombone. Yeah, but if you're carrying around a clarinet, it's almost like a snake charmer. So I, I don't know if that would work on a bear. <laughs> I think a trombone a is definitely more ideal. <laughs> didgeridoo. <laughs> trombone is definitely more ideal, but I think the only true way to test this out is by going to Yellowstone, you know, rolling up on the side of the road, finding a bear. You know, there's like a thousand people gathered around taking pictures and Blake just whips out a trombone and just starts playing when the saints come marching in. You got to have a full orchestra. Just get, <laughs> get all of them lined up and then you just take a turn and eat, everybody plays. And then you see how, how they react. <laughs> if they run away the fastest for the trombone, then you know, okay, that's the, that's the go-to, but maybe, uh, maybe, uh, I only know two, two brass instruments apparently, but maybe something else would work. I think Pete is going to have some issues with this, but I do think for the scientific method and, and research purposes, that's a pretty good idea. All right. That's pretty good. All right. And I, I have I have a story here that I saw, and I am so excited to get, get your opinion on this, because this actually was just uploaded today at the, time, at the time that we're recording this. The headline says, Pest Control Company wants to pay you $2,000 to release 100 cockroaches into your home. I mean that is a terrible idea. That's not worth it. <laughs> so the the point the point of it is that they want to test it's a new method that they have for uh pest control and they want to gauge how effective it is, but in order to do that they need houses that have cockroaches in them. And so they're willing to pay you $2000 to be able to test this in your home. 
with the caveat being they don't know if it works. It should, but there's a good chance that you end up with a hundred cockroaches in your home and you're just stuck. Do you know what fumigation costs? First of all, I want to go there and then I have another point that I need to make. Fumigation I, is going to cost thousands. So that $2,000, <laughs> unless you invest it in the right company and get a big return, like it's definitely not worth it, number one. And second, I've actually spent some time in, in close proximity with cockroaches. I spent a couple of years living in Mexico, had cockroaches literally run across my forehead as I slept. So there's no <laughs> amount of money you could pay me to let those things back into the place where I live. Those things are terrifying. Cock- they are obnoxious and they do not go away. They, yeah. They, once you have one cockroach, you have you a have hundred. Yeah. So if you put a hundred into your home... I mean, you you have cockroaches for the rest of your life. I mean, they're not going away. So, I I don't know. It doesn't say how many people have uh, taken them up on their offer here. Would there be a number, though, that they could pay you in order to release these 100 cockroaches into your home? Yeah, the value of my house plus two or $300,000 so I could just sell it, <laughs> make some money, and move on with my life because there's no way I would do that unless I did come up with one scenario you know, you, you have like a rental property or something and it's already got cockroaches. So you're like, I'll take the $2,000, take whatever free treatments you're going to give me. And that's a good idea. If you already have cockroaches, but imagine you have tenants and and they just show up and they're like dumping them out. You're like, wait, wait a minute. What's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. You, you, you're a landlord and you're like, oh yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Dump them in there. See what happens. (laughs) Hopefully they don't need too much of their food. that, That is just rude, man. Oh my goodness. That is terrible. I, I love it. That is a terrible idea. I can't believe somebody was that dumb. But that is a perfect way to go into my next story. Because officials at an airport seized cocaine that was stashed in a wheelchair. Oh, that's a new way to do it. Exactly. So this took place in, in North Carolina. This was June 4th, so a recent story again. So federal authorities say a man was arrested in Charlotte after he stopped was stopped in the city's airport with more than... 23 pounds of cocaine concealed in the seat cushions of a motorized wheelchair. So he shot big. You know, he wasn't going to go and just try to sneak little amounts through. Or maybe he had been doing it. Who knows? But 23 pounds? That yeah, seems that's, like you're, you're that's just a, going overboard. That's a good amount of, of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's dogs at the airport that sniff drugs. Like, did he really think 23 pounds wasn't going to set them off? Yeah, Michael, yeah. I mean, it's honestly, as far as sneaking drugs go, that's a pretty solid way to do it. <laughs> I'm sure there's better ways, but putting it in a wheelchair, I mean, who wants to kick an old lady off of a wheelchair? I mean, if he has his grandma rolling around on this thing, that's going to be a pretty good idea. Except for the fact that you were trying to do it with 23 pounds. Start with two, maybe they can go to three, and don't push your luck. Yeah, see, I just think they're kind of taking advantage of something that's that's pretty evil, you know, to try to act like a disabled person. I mean, you got to be peak evil to do that. So, uh, that, yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. He was arriving there from the Dominican Republic, and they said his answers didn't match up and that his reported handicap didn't match up with, you know, kind of his story that he was telling. So the four packages that were discovered were a street value of $378,000. And the man was charged with trafficking cocaine. So he was, that's an expensive wheelchair. That's crazy. That's got to be a very expensive ride. <laughs> that is a nice vehicle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. The man's driving around something more valuable than a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's wild, though. I mean, you got you got to give him points for creativity. Uh, negative points if he was the one pretending to be disabled in the wheelchair. Oh, in my was. head, he was in my head. He was pushing around an old lady, which seemed more like uh, a movie plot. Yeah, it seemed a little bit better in my mind, but once I realized that it was him, that he he lost a couple of points there. You know, absolutely. But I do I do uh, respect his. His creativity on that one. Are you familiar with the uh, story of Jonah and the whale? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, take it by the by the way you said and the <laughs> whale. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say you are. Well, did you know that really happened? Not like outside of the Bible, but there was a lobster diver who oh, was no. swallowed by a humpback whale. When was this? Okay, so this admit <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't gonna ask that because. This is from June. However, it was from June of last year. But when I was looking up stories and I saw this date, I thought it happened today. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was last year. But anyways, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. And you'd think that this would uh, be a bigger story in the news than it was. But it looks like... Where was this at? I can't find where it was at. But he was a lobster diver. And he was going down, you know, doing, I assume, of what was his job. And then he was swallowed whole by this whale. And it just says that all of a sudden, he just, like, felt all this, like, pressure around him. And it got totally black. And he thought he was dying. And then he just could feel this whale squeezing him with his, like, stomach muscles, I assume. And I can't find where it says how he got out. All I know is that there's a picture of him in the hospital. That's amazing. I'm in awe. That's crazy that that would be a very unique experience I, I don't know what to say that's awful but glad he lived okay I, fi- I finally found it i couldn't i couldn't remember so he said he he, th- he doesn't know how long he was in the whale wow but all of a sudden he said he just saw light and then like he started trying to throw his body around to like get the whale's attention and then the next thing he knew he just got spat out and uh, luckily he was in scuba gear and so he was a, he had oxygen and so he was able to breathe um but he did come out and uh publicly apologize to the whale for whatever that means. wow what a what a good guy you know i think i would be a little pissed off i wouldn't be so <laughs> quick to apologize but i guess he yeah, was I in mean, his habitat i still don't know if i'd apologize because yeah. i got swallowed <laughs> yeah but he also made the whale throw up that probably didn't feel good for the whale <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point, actually. Throwing up's not fun. <laughs> yeah. But I, I saw that, and I couldn't believe that it was true. And so, uh, you know, if you, if you were ever reading the Bible and you had your doubts about the story of Jonah and the whale, uh, no, it's true. It, it happened just last year, too. So That's crazy. That is kind of the definition of what the Not Important News is. So thanks for sharing that story. I think we had Absolutely. maybe one of our best Not Important News segments ever just now. Those were amazing stories. I agree. I like those stories a lot. I mean, that's. I think we all uh, came out of this a little bit better because of it. Yeah, we or a learned. little bit worse, whichever one. <laughs> I don't know how I'm feeling about that, but I am thankful for everybody that has listened this far. Please uh, comment or message us and let us know what you thought of this episode, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out.